Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Navigation system. Please say a command. On. Ignition. Powered. Seatbelts. Fastened. Shift. Drive. Twin City sports fans, hold on tight. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, this is The Ride with Royce. He's going the distance. It's strong. Like, I'm serious. He hit me with one screen today, and I thought my my life was over. Like, seriously. He's like from Krypton, I found Seriously. He's strong. Like, all right, I'm going to call him in here and let him set a screen on you. Yeah. That's it's bad. Jim, Jimmy Butler, after last night's waltz past Oklahoma City by the uh, Timberwolves. Well, it wasn't quite the waltz it was against the Cavs. I think Oklahoma City actually tried. But uh, another impressive victory and another sellout. Now, Oklahoma City certainly has some star appeal. In Cleveland, you would expect a sellout. But, gentlemen, I am uh, shocked that the public is turning out uh, for this team already because uh, I didn't get that vibe at all that, uh, a month ago that people were buying in. So it's, it's kind of an amazing to me. Well, and Jimmy Butler has that star appeal. You know, I, I just think that this market, fans really genuinely love. Like, I found myself just in awe watching, having fun watching him play last night. He's just one of those guys where I think the fans have really, have really grown on him. Well, he is, he has kind of become like, I mean, they're certainly much different players in terms of how they play and the position they play and everything. But he has become like a modern day Kevin Garnett for this team. I mean, he. He brings that, I mean, you hear Tom Thibodeau talk about the toughness and the defensive mentality and all that stuff that he brings to the table and the leadership that he brings to the table. And and you can kind of see a lot of the same sort of um, impact on the roster that KG used to have back in the 90s and, and early 2000s. Yeah, he is a different player. It is funny, though, how they were... This this good this really good play except for a couple of blips has been going on for what a month a little longer about a month yeah month uh, okay go back a month when they were seven eight games over five hundred and we were saying man but you had, they had more memorable games that they had kicked away yeah. against teams they should beat even some at home than impressive victories and now. That's changed completely. They've got, they now have memorable victories, and people are showing up. Who are, who's showing up? Who are they? Who who are the uh, fans? Are we getting the young, uh, 
I was going to say. Hipster crowd that kind of likes to go downtown, and they got the new arena now, so it's not quite the dump it was. It's... uh, who, who's going to the game? I think that's, that's it. The, I think it's the it's the twenty five year olds that you know might have a few spare bucks that they're going to go downtown for a drink after work and then they're going to go check out the Wolves game. I, I mm-hmm. think that's who is finally is finally buying in uh, on this franchise. Where they, you know, in other years they might have watched a game on TV or not or maybe not. But I think that's it's the hip thing to do at the at the at the really cool new place. And and the fact too that they're. In this spot in the standings, this late in the season, like this has not yep, yep. happened in 14 years now, and it, it's it's the first time it's happened in such a long time. So people are are starting to buy into it. We're well enough into the season now where people are starting to think, okay, yeah, this team is actually pretty good after you know having some some angst early in the season when they were kicking a couple of games away and still still winning some games, but still kicking a few away, and people were still a little bit hesitant to buy in. But now they've been playing really good basketball for the last month or so people are starting to to buy into it now now who do they got they have uh they got they got a home game tomorrow the next friday Friday and then portland sunday yeah and uh the knicks uh the knicks will fill it too right the knicks will fill it people will want to see porzingis and the knicks even though they're not a great team they have enough appeal the plus they're the knicks and then sunday Here's my deal. I, as much as I'd love to sell tickets, if I was the Timberwolves, I would not allow people to come in the arena if they'd been at the biking game. <laughs> if they're wearing purple, they ain't they're getting gonna, in. They're going to drive away too many customers, right, that want to act like civilized human beings. Yes. If the Vikings win uh, Sunday, which we all, I can think, agree, that game will be ending right about the time the Wolves are starting, right? Well, yeah. I th- 7 o'clock, because they kick off at 3.40. It th- won't end before 7. The, right? the Timberwolves uh, start at 8. On, 8. On oh, oh, good. That yeah. way they can stumble. <laughs> they can... St- and wait, it's going to be 15 below, too, right? Uh, it's supposed to be cold on Sunday, yes. So you go outside. Yep. <laughs> You're drunk. Yep. <laughs> You're going to stumble down to Target. I'm not letting you in, Target Center. I'm not letting you in. I don't want you. But here's the beauty of it, though, Pat. With an 8 o'clock tip now, the game, when the Viking game wraps up a little after 7, now you have time to stop in for one more oh, that's on right, your way true. to Target Center. Yes, yeah. you could do. You could get one on the way down the street. That's good. <laughs> or stop back at your tailgate to have, like, Two oh, more shots. Good of, call. Yes. Two more shots of a uh, 120 proof vodka, and then head down there. <laughs> Couple fireball for hop, the road. Hop the Uber across yeah. downtown, and yeah. And uh, by the way, one other thing we're not now. One reason being there've been some blowouts here, but can we all agree that Tibbs wasn't using his bench because he had no bench, and now that he has a little bit of a bench, he's using it. Can well, we all agree on that or not? Who is this guy that's been playing? Uh, Hopkins. George's Hunt. That's Marcus it. George's Hunt. I'd never yeah. heard of him until recently. Yeah, he was kind of a, a late, you know, late offseason fill out the roster kind of guy. And and there was thoughts, you know, from myself included, from you know when they had, you know, when Bielitsa was out and and they just, you know, and Shabazz was playing terrible. That you needed some wing. You needed somebody that could come in for five six minutes for you. Just so that you don't have Jimmy Butler and Andrew Wiggins playing 42, 43 minutes a night. And he was the guy that you just want to come in and just play five minutes so that Jimmy and Andrew Wiggins can get, 
you know, a little bit of a breather throughout the game. He's willing to guard somebody too, yes. right? Yes, Isn't he that, is. That's one thing he does. And yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been getting he's been getting a few minutes. And uh, they signed him. Actually, he was what played about thirty games in the league last year, right? I think mm-hmm. with with Orlando or somebody. But uh, it is uh, it is uh, astounding. Uh, that uh, this is a five-game homestand, and it certainly isn't over yet because you still have Portland coming here Sunday, and they're good. But these but, these these last two games, Pat, were were huge because after that Brooklyn game last week, everybody was looking. Yeah. Oh, uh, look yeah, at these next handful home. of games; it's going to be really but tough. But they and, do seem to play better against the better teams. Yeah, in, they do. in the in the league. Yeah, and, and the games, the the head scratchers are you know you you lost the Phoenix twice, and then the Brooklyn game last week. You had the. The game against, I mean, Washington's a good team, but you kind of kicked that game away at home a few weeks ago. You probably should have won the Sixers game. But overall, but, I mean, they're 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 fine. And they're all new. They have nothing, you know, Wiggins and Towns have played together, but not with this mix of people. It takes some time, but nobody, uh, you know, nobody wanted nobody to believe Nobody ever wants that. to think about it that nobody way. Nobody ever wanted to believe it, but I've, this, I've, is, uh, this is, this is... They're playing good. They're using their bench to some degree. And by the way, uh, uh, if Belitza would ever uh, make a shot or something, they could use him more. Well, that's what I was going to say because from the the last like three minutes of the first quarter and the first handful of minutes of the second quarter, they missed like seven straight three pointers, mm-hmm. and they still scored 104 points. But it was they couldn't buy a bucket in that stretch for and a that, while. And that is going to continue to be something to look at too, is the three point they shooting. They need a because shooter. Yeah. When they when they have a good night shooting the three ball, they they're very very difficult to beat. And when they have struggled and when they've kicked away some yeah. games, it's because they go two for 19 from three point range or five for 26 well, or didn't something they like get, that. Didn't they get outscored 42 to three by uh, yeah. Brooklyn? Brooklyn, yeah. Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Brooklyn made hit 14 threes and they made one. Yeah. Brooklyn hit four. Brooklyn hit, made 14 threes. The Wolves attempted 11 and made one. But what that game, instead of everybody getting crazy about it, they lost, should have said, how in the hell did they only get beat? You know, at the, why, why, how did they have a chance to win this game? They got outscored forty-two to three on, on yeah. threes. So. But it was mostly they got to the free throw line and that sort of thing. But yeah. But anyway, they. Uh, but this is uh, this is amazing to uh, to observe that uh, they're filling up the arena and they're winning games. Twenty-seven and, uh, and sixteen, man. That's yeah. not bad. That's not no, bad. Uh, then they've started the second half there with these uh, two wins. So, and I didn't uh, realize they had a. F- they now have a four-game lead in the division. I didn't mm-hmm. realize they had that much. They separation. are closer to San Antonio in the standings than. They are the teams that are chasing them behind them in the standings. That's one thing that some year before I die, I'd like to see the NBA take care of, though. There's no team in a less geographically appealing division than the than the Timberwolves. Yeah, you know, and the and the Wild was in a terrible one, but they aren't anymore. But who the hell's our rival? We don't have one. Maybe you know? maybe Denver or Portland. No, I mean, nobody uh, cares. You know, nobody cares. Yeah. By the way, uh, a little later today, we might be able to have a little conversation about the Portland game and uh, Chris Paul's wonderful comments about Scott Foster, the NBA referee, if we can get to that. I always love it when these NBA guys don't give a damn that they're going to get fined 25000 <laughs> Nope. And they just, they just rattle it off, man. All right, we shall return. Uh, now we'll talk about the other half of the basketball uh, exacta that took place uh, last night. 
<laughs> Patrick, my email is filled up with critics of uh, the uh, Gopher basketball effort last night. Oh my God. I couldn't I, even watch. I, watched, I had to, I had to shut it off. I couldn't. I watch watched it. most of the first half. That was enough. I, I you watched all twenty one points. I saw a trend. Uh, <laughs> by the way, but what are they going to? What What's the deal with Isaiah Washington? I don't know. Ne- could he never shoot? Did he? Was he just a kid who became the New York? You can't be the New York City Player of the Year and not be able to shoot a basketball. Well, here's my you? guess. Here's my guess. I'm guessing that he was so much he was so much better than everybody else that he played against that he didn't really need to have a good jump shot. He just went to the basket and Yeah, he would just run something. circles around everybody but else. It's New York. So that he couldn't have been that much better than everybody yeah. he played against. Yeah, that's a good There's point. There's a lot of kids playing basketball in that uh, city. I don't know, but uh, 2 out of 12 again. He made two threes this time, but uh, 2 out of 12. What's he shooting? Is he shooting 30%? I have no idea. It's, it's not uh, good. You know what? They're, they're not even going to make the NIT. Well, they might make the NIT. No, they're, they're going to need to. They're gonna, they already got 14 wins. 13. Oh, I thought they had 13. They have 13, and I was looking at their schedule. They're going to get drilled on Saturday by <laughs> Purdue. They might win at home against Northwestern, and there's a chance they could beat uh, Nebraska at home outs- and maybe Penn State. But outside of that? Well, they get to play Iowa. Iowa's terrible. Iowa's winless, right? Aren't they winless? Oh, I thought they team? had a couple of wins. They are. Time. Iowa is 0-5. Oh, they are winless. Yes. Okay. They're terrible. Okay. My guy, Fran McCaffrey, very upsetting that uh, he might get running out of there. And the Big Ten needs a guy like him. He's a lunatic. Well, we need him for uh, Mrs. McCaffrey. <laughs> yes, right. To, uh, I bet she's I bet she's answering the critics or something. But uh, Oh, by yeah. the way, really quick, uh, we're getting a scoop from Doogie. He says the best New York City players usually go to prep schools outside of the city, like in Connecticut, etc. Oh, so they don't stay in the city and practice their jelly. Right. So now, but... Well, this was a coup, right? Four stars, right? Four uh, yeah. stars, right? Yes, he was. And meanwhile, uh, McKinley Wright tearing it up at Colorado, which uh, which is bringing uh, the critics out too. I mean, I the kids, there's got to be more there than we've seen so far, right? You would what's think your, so. What, what's I, your scouting report, Manny? What What do you think? Well, I I mean, I didn't see the game last night because I was mm-hmm. I was watching the Wolves, but mm-hmm. I'm I mean. I, <sighs> I don't. He just he just plays out of control, and he just doesn't. You know, he over dribbles. He's not a particularly good shooter right now. He'll drive into the lane and he'll throw up a just a crazy shot, and you're just like, what What the hell are you thinking, kid? Right now, it, it just, worked in New York, huh? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you can. I mean, at the high school level. Yeah, I mean you're you're playing against, you know, 15, 16, 17-year-old kids and you can get away with a lot of that stuff because you're going up against kids that, you know, most of them are not going to be playing Division 1 basketball, but when you get to this level, it's a huge jump and especially when it's, you know, it's Big 10, the Big 10 is down this year, but it's still big time college basketball and and you can't do a lot of the same things that you were doing as a as a senior in high school. You've got to make an adjustment and Patino has got to sort of get control of this kid because if you know Nate Mason is graduating after yes. this year, he's going to be done and moving on. So you, if you're going to hitch your wagon to Isaiah Washington, you've got to get him 
you got to get him to to see the game better than what he's shown so far. Everybody who saw this Harris kid playing some of the All Star games and stuff said he was a hell of a shooter, and uh, they they. I had some people telling me he'd have more impact on this team than Washington would. What's the deal there? What what can't he do that he can't get on the court much? I guess I, I guess he's just. I mean, well, it looks like last night he was what one for five, one for four mm-hmm. from three. Just you know, I mean, it, it, they're not. They're not getting a lot out of their bench, and they need more. Of, they need more out of their bench now. With, you know, you've got, you've got Coffee who's out with the injury. You, you know, we we know the deal with Reggie Lynch. So, and he, I, I mean, they need more out of their bench. And if they're not going to get anything, they're just going to continue to struggle. And here's the other thing too. You know, watching last night's game. Jordan Murphy's game is really going to take a hit without Reggie Lynch oh, uh, yeah. down down yeah. in the post with him too. Well, and uh, I got uh, the, some of the uh, criticisms I saw last night where they didn't think uh, Jordan and uh, Mason had their usual fire last night. No, so. they they didn't, and I think uh, that. Well, you, but you can lose your fire in a hurry if you get twenty one points in the first half. Yeah, right? so. they were just lifeless. It was, and I again, I, I know that they're you know they're without a lot of key players either due to injury or the Lynch situation. I I get all that, but there's still a lot of season left here, boys. You know, they're, 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 they've got they've got what. 15 games left to go? Uh, 13 and 5, so they got, what, 12 games, I guess? I mean, there, there's a Let's, lot of basketball to be played, and it's going to be, it's going to get ugly. The Ricey Theory on sports comes through again. We know what's going to happen unless it doesn't. Until it doesn't. <laughs> yes. We knew the Timberwolves were screwed up and the Tibbs would have no control over this team and they weren't playing any defense. And they hated except, playing for Tibbs, too. And they that hated the playing for Tibbs. And now they're fine. And Patino, all you guys who were ripping Tino Matino when he was eight and twenty-three, what do you think now? Well, we think that things can go off the off the rails pretty quick. So let's just uh, always sit back and wait to see what happens. But uh, does he survive? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Chip I gave us will. a re- Chip gave us a reasonable view yesterday. That uh, I mean, it wasn't like he unilaterally said, "Let's keep playing Reggie Lynch," and uh, they they probably have to follow their. I think he survives. Yes, but yeah. I think the question is sure. the question is does he does he want to go someplace else? You know, does does he want to move on out? But is another program going to take a chance, given everything that that's happened with this? program the last couple of years? Al, it's basketball. We'll take a chance on everybody. Louisville. We don't care. We don't care. Louisville. Yeah. No, I don't think you'll go to Louisville. No, I don't that, either. I don't. Although I got news for you, that six foot eleven coach at Louisville is not going to be there next year. That's a one and done right there. Oh, the, All right. yeah. Yeah, David Padgett or whatever his name is. They're yeah. terrible. All righty, gentlemen. Uh, we shall be back. Marty Davis uh, from Cambria will uh be with us and i want to talk to him about the uh the 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 pressure that a guy who runs a successful business in this town faces from all the sports teams that want them to spend money with them and super bowls and final fours and all that stuff Uh, now we don't feel sorry for these guys but it is interesting that the uh, number of people that are pulling at them to uh and marty didn't talk to me about this he doesn't even know what he what i'm going to ask him about but uh He'll be back with us.
Uh, Marty Davis is with us, a hundred and some fantasy campers. You've been coming down here how many years? This is my fourth year down here, Pat. And uh, you're, uh, you get, do you play with the same collection of guys, or do they divide up the teams with a draft beforehand, or what? Yeah, they they do do they do a draft, but you play with if you, if you have some people buddies. Down with buddies you, so I play with my uh, high school buddies that I've been playing with since uh, third grade. And uh, the Twins have an incredible, uh, I mean, Mr. Dickman, who runs the thing, has an incredible collection of former Twins. You have Laudner and the new slim Ken Herbeck this year. He yeah. looks good, doesn't he? Yeah, they, he looks great. He and Tim are our coach, coaches this year. Scott Erickson joined this year. Steve Lombardozzi's here this year. So oh, Lombo's here? Yeah. Man, alive. I didn't see him. Okay. there's. Uh, it is, uh, it's a fun deal. And you guys are here all week, right? Yeah, Five days? Two, two games a day all week. Uh, other than Wednesday, we play one, and then we go and start uh, playoff uh, elimination play tomorrow. So, Marty, you guys were down here at the same time the baseball organization <laughs> meetings were held at the dormitory. 162 people. These uh, The new administration has added some bodies, haven't they? Yeah, they've got, uh, I saw Morneau was down here. He's part of the, yes. the group now. and. I saw Latroy Hawkins was down. So I think and a lot of uh, 25-year-old Amherst graduates with iPads, too, uh, talking and providing uh, analytics. It's not the simple game you played in uh, growing up as a kid, that's yeah, for sure. they seem to be. They've got, as you know, the complex is amazing. And yes. I was over there today. They have an, an education center that's outstanding, so they're... They're taking it, taking it to a new level. Well, I was telling the guys at the 3 o'clock, I talked to Daniel Adler, who's their new director of baseball operations. He uh, is a Harvard graduate with a law degree from there, a master's in uh, business, and a minor in uh, in uh, commerce, or a bachelor's degree in commerce. That's uh, Those aren't the guys Calvin had working for him when I, was, uh, when I first started covering baseball. Okay, i got to ask you. We have... We we certainly well I got to ask you about Sun Country. Uh, your family owned it uh, how long? Six six and a half years. Six and a half years, and you have sold it now. What uh, was the real motivation for selling it? Well, I think that it um, we did the things we thought we could do from a general business uh, standpoint of getting the uh, getting the company structured a little differently and getting it tightened up. It had been through a lot as a company. We did a, a variety of things to improve it, doubled the size of it, and it, it was time to decide whether we really wanted to invest heavily in, in it, not just in capital, but in time and, and effort and, and commitments to managers and this type of thing. And it needs that. It's going to grow. And, and we, we decided that, that, uh, that might, there's other people be interested in, in focusing on that. We get back focused uh, on Cambria, where I spend most of my time. But Sun Country took a lot of time as well. So. Is is it a business that the air business now is? You either have to uh, get bigger or uh, or not make it. I mean, yeah, not. I, I mean, it's it just. It, you just keep it at an even keel, but you you got to get bigger, basically. I, I thought so. Yeah. I, I thought if if the airline didn't get the critical mass throughout the the U.S. flying network and in the leisure travel down to south southern uh, resort uh, countries and so forth, if we didn't expand it, I, I don't think we'd compete when it gets lean. And it's and Sun Country's had that difficulty. It's gone through financial turmoil. Uh, multiple times during the cycle downs. Mm -hmm. We were trying to 
get it, I think it's on a sustainable path now they can make it uh, and represent uh, Hometown Airline through the good uh, times in the industry as well as when things get lean, and they will. The uh, company you sold it to is do they uh, what's the name of it and Apollo. and what do they own? They what own else? A variety of brands throughout the United States, and they are they're a growth oriented company. They don't go into the companies and, and cut them up. They they grow them, invest in them, and grow them. One of their companies was Hostess, for instance. They revived. Okay. Oh, they brought them back. Yeah. And they do a lot. They're in travel. They're in uh, in the hotel space. They they're a very very well run company with. Tremendous uh, leadership and variety of, of, of platforms that they navigate in, in their business. And we were impressed by them. And they were keeping the company in Minnesota. And I, and I am a big fan of the Humphrey Airport, too. The Humphrey Terminal. <laughs> That's, uh... Well, the whole airport system, uh, we, when you get around the rest of the country, you see how lucky we are. The MAC uh, organization runs a tremendous... Uh, a platform for air travel in Minneapolis-St. Paul. It's outstanding. Both Terminal 1 and Terminal 2 do an outstanding job, but Terminal 2 has a variety of advantages just based on size and Yes, yes. Uh, Marty, uh, we'll be back with Marty Davis and get into sports questions here because uh, Marty is uh, a presence uh, with virtually every sports outlet in town. I want to talk about the... Uh, Kind of the pressures that are on uh, uh, people who uh, run a uh, successful business in this town as to where they are going to spend their money. We'll be back. Marty Davis is with us. He's down here for the fantasy camp. Uh, Marty, all right, you're, uh, you know, uh, Cambria is a a big outfit, a lot of demands on it. You were in on the Timberwolves uh, kind of a few years back. You build the club Club up there, Club Cambria. But I'm I'm curious as the demands for you guys by we got so much competitive sports in town now. You got to say no to somebody once in a while, don't you? Yeah, we we do. And we, we... if we don't have a display, you know, product area like a club or something yeah. where we can, we, we've we've pretty much stayed away from everything but baseball. Where we've done deals is where we've been able to have club presentation and, and have a, a hospitality type mm-hmm. platform in the arena. So we've done that in a lot of basketball NBA arenas. We're looking for TV time when we advertise, and baseball offers the best TV time mm-hmm. sure, with the home plate the home signage. Plate, yeah. But it, it is hard. I mean, now. The soccer's coming in. Um, we advertise, believe it or not, we sponsor 380 youth sports teams throughout the United States. Really? So we're soccer and baseball are kind of where we okay. are. And the pro sports stuff, we cycle it. Um, we probably will downturn this year. We are, in fact, going to cycle th- down a little bit on the on Major League Baseball and, and moving more to some other medias that we look at. So it is competitive, not just in Minneapolis. We're in Toronto. We sponsor the Maple Leafs. They're very ex- expensive real estate. We do a lot of work in, in Florida right here. We've got sponsorship throughout this uh, state as well. So it's hard. sports marketing, uh, our sports marketing department is a very robust group. Um, in size and, and, and space. So we're looking at it all always, uh, trying to understand our return opportunities. You can't really do math on it, mm-hmm. so you've got to get a feel for how it's elevating your brand and what the brand awareness is, as well as cultivating relationships through those corporate partnerships. And that's something where the Twins and the Vikings have been tremendous to work with, and the Wild 
and the Timberwolves for us is that are you in on all four? Yeah, we aren't with the Wild. Okay, uh, we 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 did a we did a small deal with the Wild. We had done a deal with the Wild, the Cambria Suite level with back when Nagley was there, and that was again a product placement deal. But when we have been with the local teams, they've done a really good job with helping us with our customers, dealers cultivating relationships and taking it beyond, if you will, the ad. And that's a big part of what sports marketing has become is the relationship and networking into their other corporate sponsors and the and the connectivity that is created by those relationships. Okay, we got the Gophers looking for $170 million for the athletic facility, the Athletes Village or whatever they call it. And we got the the Super Bowl host committee looking for $50 million for uh, so Roger Goodell doesn't have to pay for his hotel room. Uh what what do you do with those things? I mean, there's uh, there's people I'm sure beating on you all the time. It's 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 uh it's too much. It's uh, um, we're we're just we're, we're a medium sized countertop company. I mean, yeah. we're not you know the, this type of thing. And and when the we did do a lot with the Super Bowl, we've done some things. We've got mm-hmm. some things going on in town at our gallery downtown, but it's very expensive, and we're not a very active. Uh, investor in that in in that platform although there are the the bigger companies in town are mm-hmm. as i told uh mr davis when when he called me and we visited he, he's done a great job yeah. by the way with the whole thing I, he's a banker i said you wouldn't think much of a little countertop company spending that kind of money on a well, super bowl so it's got to make sense and if you have corporate clients and you have a, a national position like some of these national brands in in this market uh then then it works but for our company, well, our size no company re- doesn't work. I can't see any return for uh, Cambria from a Super Bowl. I mean, they're, no. they're not going to be walking by your uh, display there and go in and say, hey, I'm going to order countertops yeah, to have it's, shipped to Bristol, Tennessee. No, it's a busy market. I think it's a hospitality thing yes. for the oh, corporate yeah, companies. And all and, for it. Let's yep. go. But yep. uh and how about uh, the uh, the Gophers? Are you involved with the Gophers? We uh, not as, we not were as a company, but as a well, uh, we were involved, as you know, in the in the stadium TCF Bank. We worked yeah. with the teams over there. We're looking. We've uh, talked to them about the athletics complex. We haven't done uh, anything yet uh, with them, um, but we're we're very supportive of the university, interested in it. But it's it, like you said, there's just a lot of. People, you know, businesses and institutions that are looking for capital from individuals and companies, and and you have to be quite disciplined about it. It's it's easy to be attracted to, but uh, it it's it's can be uh, it can be too much. I know yeah. you're in. Uh, you got a great suite at the Twins. You got one with the Vikings now. Uh, Timberwolves, obviously. Is there a limit to for the local companies i mean the big local companies or the medium size like you as to how much you can support yeah there is absolutely and what we've done with our suites pat uh we built showrooms at the stadiums and the two teams were amazing to us about uh allowing us to customize our 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 platforms there and and our centers we call them event centers and then we 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 rent those to other companies so we spread out our our investment and 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 share that with other companies and then we get the benefit as as a product in the in the suite you've been in them yeah where uh, other people's guests are in our suite using our product with our brochures and magazines so it's a kind of guerrilla marketing hospitality it's worked really well for us in minnesota because we bring all our dealers in from the cities that the teams are playing 
and they and they come once, or, you know, or maybe twice, and they love it. And we'll bring forty dealers in for the Rams game, for instance, and we did. And so that we've we've done it that way, and the clubs have been really good to work with, and I think they have to be innovative uh, rather than the old traditional. Here's your sponsorship. They have to be very innovative about how they work with companies to try to elevate the returns. Yeah, and uh, so have the uh, have your accountants told you what the new tax bill means? Well, to, uh, you know, buying gopher tickets and throwing donations in on top of them and things like that. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Out yet? I don't understand enough about it. It we're a sub S company as yeah. a family business, so we didn't get a corporate uh, tax uh, cut. Uh, I think three percent. But then when when you lose in Minnesota, when you lose the state income tax deduction, yes. and and you and you and you lose your property tax deduction in a very high property tax state. Uh, the tax bill was a negative for us. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys are in on the uh, senior golf tournament in uh, Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls, too, right? yeah. Our first step into sports marketing golf. Um, we got interested in it because we do we do have a partnership with the Sanford Group out yes. there, and, and a, a tremendous company that is building uh, healthcare facilities throughout the, the South Dakota and North Dakota regions. And some in other, as they branch out in other areas. And that's how we got connected to it. They're sponsoring it. It's their tournament. And and we were excited about the fact that Jack Nicholas and Andy North were kind of bringing it back. It, it, there's a, a, a youth group coming up that will yeah. turn 50 soon. Yeah. And this will be our first step into that. We're excited Well, I think it. Sioux Falls is the, I've told Hollis this too. Hollis is one of the world's greats. But uh, I've told him that, uh you know, I think that's where senior golf belongs in a market like Sioux Falls. I, I, it's going to be a big event. I agree with you. And that attracted us, Pat. It's kind of big fish, small pond thing. Yeah, right. And I think it's going to, for us, our dealer in Nebraska and Iowa, they're going to participate in our sponsorship. So we, our, a lot of our sponsorships, we co-op with our partners throughout the country. And in that case, they were very excited about bringing that kind of activity to that region. I believe the senior is going to be putting something I've, I've, I've heard recently down in Omaha as well, that something's moving well, in that direction. Well, they've had two uh, U.S. Opens down there, the senior Opens that have done well. We'll be back with uh, Marty Davis, and now everybody can hear, so that's good. Uh, I, I can tell you that uh, this was fixed by Mr. Davis, not by your uh, veteran radio guy, Ricey. So. <laughs> couple more minutes with uh, uh, Marty Davis here. So... The uh, Vikings uh, go to the Super Bowl at home, where it's going to be unbelievable, isn't it? I yeah. mean, it's going to be nuts. Or are you a are you a lifelong sufferer with them, or not so much? So? Yes, we we uh, my uh, dad and mom drove us up from St. Peter to almost every game at mm -hmm. Met Stadium, and uh, they certainly went to every game. They went to all the Super Bowls. Oh, so really? We, yeah, we were big Viking family for sure. And uh, you got to know Zimmer a little bit. He's uh, he's a, he's the kind of coach I can get into because he's a coach. He's know? a great. Guy. He's a coach. You know. He's he's a he's a he's a tremendous leader, and then he gets on a chalkboard or you know the the, yeah. the like, and he he can relate to people as individuals very well. He, we had the boxing club kids down to practice, yes. and he took the oh, kids and and chatted with them, and he just he's a great coach. Let me throw that out there. You had me go out to the Northside Boxing Club uh, and uh, run by Ryan Burnett, and uh, I had I had seen some stuff about it, but you got to uh, you you guys have 
there's been a few of you in on it from the get-go as sponsors, and uh, it's a pretty amazing thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's really neat what Ryan's done there um, with with the young kids in North Minneapolis, and I think uh, I know I know Brahma Karate with Lifetime got, did a lot with the mm-hmm. equipment out there. The Polad family. Uh, the Hamsley family. There's many, many others. Uh, we we certainly aren't the lead on that, but we've tried to be very supportive. It's it's really helpful for those kids. And I drove the kids over to the to the practice and just talking to the kids and listening to what they had going on. Just uh, you know the the lack of parents in their lives, and we're going to take the kids home and 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 you know they they don't have a curfew uh, in in some senses because they they don't have that kind of kind of you know parenting around their lives and ryan is uh, and his team uh fill the drill you know phil oh yeah he uh they provide that mentorship and and do it through teaching him how to to, to box and to stay in shape physical fitness and the like so it's it's quite a and problem. they feed him which is yeah, astounding too good food too hey marty thanks for stopping by and good luck uh trying to win the world championship of twins fantasy baseball thanks, have you guys Clay. won it yet uh, yeah, uh, yeah, no, we we didn't win it. I think we got second one here. Okay, but yeah. the championship game out here on Saturday on the big field. Will you be here, Pat? Well, if you guys are in it, I'll text me if you're in it. I'll okay. come over and and uh, taunt you. So. Okay, All right. thanks, Pat. All right, Marty Davis uh, from uh, Cambria, and uh, nice little conversation here. We'll be back. Kevin Seifert and Andrew Kramer on the Vikings the next hour.